and welcome to Recovery Internet Radio, broadcast direct from Straight Up Studios. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rose Painting and Drywall, decorating Chicagoland since 1969. Give Tom a call for a quote. Here you go to 815-735-4654. Now our host, Rick Atwater. I got cheered before yeah. I ever got to say anything. So welcome to uh, Recovery Internet Radio, our show tonight. Uh, and uh, our, sh- our our tag tonight is Relationships and Recovery, Staying Sober Together. And our guests are John and Dory. Um, our music, our intro music uh, is was by Brendan O. So thank you, Brendan, once again for letting us use your music for free. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to keep going until we get caught. Um, and uh, so this is where we are every Sunday night at 8 o'clock, and I'm glad that uh, you're you're with us tonight. Um, Chris is our producer and uh, tech guy and uh, sidekick and part-time wise guy. Yeah, full-time. Full-time guy. Okay. Lighter side of things, <laughs> and uh, that's that's all good. So, um, if you have questions, or you want to make a comment, or you want to talk to the guests tonight, you can call. Uh, and I figured out that the number that you call is the same number every week, which is kind of nice of Blog Talk Radio to do that for us. And that number is three two three seven nine two two nine seven seven. So if you want to talk, if you want to call, if you have a question or concern or comment, call us. We'd love to hear from you. I think we had four calls. Four? Four, I believe, yeah. And one from Nashville, so we're thrilled. And um, that makes me think of one other thing. Um, I mentioned it last week. We're really interested. Because this is Internet radio, we have no idea where people are uh, listening from because you can listen from anywhere. Um, We're not limited by... uh, radio signal. So we're really uh, intrigued by where you're listening from geographically. And if you feel like you would like to do so, please contact us at www.recoveryinternetradio.com. Are we skipping the www's? Well, it's not. Yeah, Yeah, all right. All right. It was recoveryinternetradio.com. Recoveryinternetradio.com. And and, uh, let us know where you're listening from that would really be uh, that would really be nice. Yeah, we got folks from all over. Well, Arizona last week just on the call, and we, people have commented from Germany on your Twitter feed. There, so. that's true. And uh, yeah, and then we had Nashville. There's somebody in Missouri, and there's some California, and mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. Texas, Texas. We're not from Texas, but anyway. Um, and then um, I just want to mention our favorite band. Double Take. We try to mention Double Take every week because we like them, and we steal their music too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the where promotion they, makes up for the uh, where they, up for the usage. They're where, playing at Escape in McHenry on October sixth, so just just a week from now. Okay, and you can go to their website, which is DoubleTakeChicago.com, and that has a list, I believe, of their gigs. Yes, it does. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And then I want to mention just one other thing. Uh, this is, what do we say, this is the last day of 
Recovery Month. Is this the last day of the month? This is it, yeah. And September was National Recovery Month. Cool. So this is the last day. I don't know exactly what that means. Is, that means I went through the whole month and didn't know it until yeah. today. So like in October, everybody gives <laughs> gives it up. I don't know. But yeah. No more recovery. No more recovery. Yeah, solid month. So. September. Yeah. Let's hope not. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I thought I would mention that there was a lot of things going on in the month of September regarding a recovery, and we have a, a friend who joined us. Oh, I don't know, three weeks or so ago, Colleen from Dirty Laundry Designs. Fresh cards for addiction and recovery, and we just like to mention. Do you have what's her website again? That's uh, dirtylaundrydesigns.com.com. Dirtylaundrydesigns.com. <laughs> They've got cool cards. Colleen gave us a whole bunch. Uh, since it's radio, I really can't show you. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool. You can just imagine. Go yeah, to check imagine, out the website. Imagine yeah. how cool they are. Okay. So I think unless there are any other, you got any other announcements? Anything else? On the that we didn't that we didn't get to. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, um, John and Dory and I just we were just talking before uh, you know we went on the air about how it just dawned on me this is the first time we've had two people to interview. So this will be a challenge for us, us all, I'm sure. Much less married people. Holy crow! You know. <laughs> so anyway, I used the term um, when I was thinking about you guys of recovering couple to describe you. Is that is that a is that a reasonable thing to say to the two of you? Can I can I call you a recovering couple? Yeah, today you can because it's <laughs> a day at a time and I'm working it today. Okay, today. So we'll go with today, recovering yeah, couple. We'll, we'll take a day at a time <laughs> in okay. recovery as a couple. If if uh well what would have to happen in order for me not to use that term Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to think about that. The police would probably be involved at some point, <laughs> and maybe a psychiatric institute or two okay. or something. So so either that or you'd have to have a list of her defects. Well, we're open to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. That's and and then if they're blazing, that later would be a day of that recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Later in the show, we're going to have you do a fist up live, but I, <laughs> I forgot to tell I you. To yeah. tell I don't that. think so, pal. Nah, Most not. everyone will fall asleep, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so recovering couple today works for you guys. I, I, I think I didn't know what what else to. Uh, so tell me then what that means. Give me an idea of if, I, if we use that terminology, what does recovering couple mean to you? Well, to me, it means um, Dory and I have been together for it will be twenty nine years this month on mm-hmm. the twenty second of October. So. Um, to me, what it means is that the, the the 12 steps and the 12 traditions and the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and Al-Anon are a central focus and priority in our lives. Okay. And we share that with each other, our daily programs on a daily basis. Um, we don't work the same program. We don't agree on everything. We almost don't agree on anything. <laughs> but we share what we do and... Uh, Try and make that a part of our daily life. You know, we read, you know, we get, there's plenty of websites that, you know, Hazleton has a daily reader they send you over the Internet. We read that together a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we read the Al-Anon daily readers, the AA daily readers. You know, it, 
Uh, there's a few of them. There's, there's yeah, there's uh, one, one day, day at a time, time in Al-Anon. Al-Anon. Yeah. There's courage to change, and then there's hope for recovery. Or, or hope for today. Hope for hope today. For today. Yeah. Okay, so it's like it's part of the just sort of naturally part of the deal for you guys. Yes. Would Would you add anything to that, or? Um, I think the only thing I would add to it, or my take on it, would be pretty much that it's where <laughs> we have the same set of principles mm-hmm. that we try to live our individual lives with, and that gives us the foundation for basing our marriage life on. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it becomes his opinion versus my opinion, we have something to defer to. Yeah. The principles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, you can agree on the principles. Yeah. I've yeah. heard this phrase, principles over before personality. Before personality. Yeah. They, is that, somewhere is that, in that. Somewhere in that vicinity. Book of Secrets they have. The yeah. Book of Secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Something about that. So, okay. So, a lot of people are interested in the addiction um, part of things more so than maybe maybe more so than than the marriage thing. But you know, I think more people get divorced than stay married. So the focus I really wanted to get to tonight is more like the the, the stay together part that that you guys have managed here. You know, twenty almost twenty nine years. That's a long time. Do do people are people intrigued or are they interested that you, they find are they interested in the fact that you've been recovering and married for twenty nine years? I don't know if they're they're interested. The reaction is what's more interesting. What's the reaction? <laughs> well, when people say how long have you been married or you know you're coming up on an anniversary and we tell them, most people just go wow, like they're shocked. And then there's like a silence after. I don't know if it's because they can't conceive of that nowadays because there are such a high rate, or if it's simply they're in awe that knowing us personally, they wonder how we've survived. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of it. That's probably more of it. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. So there's always this long pause. Right. Um, but I think nowadays when anything is successful, I think people want to know how. How? How did it happen? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. What you, what's What's the... Yeah, I think a big key to it is um, when I did my first first fifth step in the program, the guy looked at me and said, you've never made a commitment to anything, have you? You know, he said, you're like, you know, as soon as the next better thing comes along, you're jumping on board and blowing off mm-hmm. whatever you were in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing that had to change here mm-hmm. for me to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like being in the program. You're either going to be married or you're not going to be married. You're right. either... In the program, you're actively doing it, or you're not. Same thing with married. You're either being married, or you're not. There's no like sitting on the fence. I'll you know check it out for a while. Right. You got to jump into things and make that commitment. And um, you know, I think that's the biggest maker of anything. You know, I don't think without that commitment, without that, there would be you know. We would still be together if we didn't, you know, if I that make that commitment that, that this is, yeah. you know, yeah. in my mind, I had to turn it to this is it. You know, there's no turning back. This is, you know, we're going to do this. So that so that guy, whoever it was that was listening to that fist up and said, you've never made a commitment to anything. 
would he be pretty surprised then <laughs> that you're sitting here talking like this? <laughs> Probably. I think he lived about another 10 years and he, he did, you know, know that we were still married at that point, you know, uh, but so you showed him, I showed him. Yeah. That's another good thing. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I just, yeah, you know. yeah, I know, I know <laughs> yeah. that my personality is the same. I'll show them. Yeah. I'll show them. Yeah, you know. I'll show them. Oh. But yeah. it is pretty amazing when, um, I look back on, I was, three and a half years in program when we got married. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look back at how goofy I was at that point. You know, now, you know, I have the perspective of time and thinking how well I thought I was then and how sick I actually was. And the fact that we're here today is to me quite miraculous. And, you know, it's uh, a lot of times I've just had to go, okay, God, I don't know what she wants or what to do. I You just need to handle this because... If I get involved with it, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna work. And yeah. he does, you know. So, right. whoever your higher power is, it's you know that's the biggest part of my life today and my married life is I have to defer to him. Well, you know, that's if I the, do it my way, it's that's one of the principles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as I understand it, anyway. The principle. Of, <laughs> pretty much the. When you primary, look at it, it's all about primary relationships, yeah. right? Yeah, that that you building have to turn on with it yourself. Over. Yeah, yeah, that you you had to say I, I there's I don't know I can't do this so yeah. mm -hmm. I guess we better defer to something bigger. Yeah. yeah, and I think the marriage is hard. I mean, it, it, whether there's addiction in it or backgrounds of addiction mm -hmm. that that always come because those ghosts come with. Um, I think it's difficult and it takes work. And I think the difference with you know the chance that we have using the 12 steps, being in recovery, conscious recovery, um, is is that we maybe don't run. Mm. You know, um, what I've learned in a lot of my program is stay and face it, deal with it, mm -hmm. um, you know, grow through it. And I think marriages that, that do that, um, years ago I was in an Al-Anon meeting and there was a woman that said, alcoholic marriages are different. Well, many years later now, I know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> you know, it, it's like you take regular marital problems and then you intensify the sensitivities mm -hmm. of alcoholics and family members. And you re you add that reaction stuff in there and it becomes a huge war instead of a minor skirmish. Right. So I think those that do survive um, and flourish in spite of themselves, are actually pretty awesome. And, yeah. you know, that's where I know that um, I wouldn't have stayed this long if I had not had um, a belief in a power greater than myself and a set of tools or principles that I try to live by on a day-to-day -day basis. And years ago, John gave me the best piece of advice ever when it comes to marriage, and he said, marriage is a day at a time. Mm -hmm. Some days I'm going to wake up and not want to be married to you. Mm -hmm. You know, some days I am going to wake up and want married to you and I found the same for me I think the difference for us with both of us being in recovery is there's something that stops us from acting on that feeling yeah yeah and, it's, and that's it's almost principle. like there's there's the difficulty that comes with uh, the, the the disease mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then there's the plus that comes with the reco the recovery so you got the tools mm -hmm. you know but if you don't use them, the odds don't sound good. You yeah, know? it can get ugly in a hurry if you're not 
in the program working it, you know, it's, um, when I first came around, I'd hear guys say things like, oh, it's alcoholism, not alcoholism. And I thought they were talking about drinking. Yeah. I didn't know that they were talking about the contraption between my ears that kept thinking that way on and off, you know, without being treated right. by working a program, by going to meetings, you know, by doing the things we do in recovery. And if I didn't have that, short memory. yeah, and I have an incredibly short <laughs> memory doing for doing that. Yeah, as she reminded me. Right. Uh, it's, it's, Oops, here we go. you know, yeah. <laughs> I have that imprint. Yeah, we go. There it is. Okay, there we go. We have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it? Uh, 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 slow, slow remember and a quick forgetter. Yeah. Is that the is that the deal? Yeah. Yeah, you got one of those? I got a real, I have a wonderful memory. It's just very short, that's what I always say, you know. And <laughs> just enjoy it while it's there. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so uh, what I want to do is get a, maybe just get a little, the short form of the background part, you know, so that so that we have a little bit of an idea where you came from okay. and where you came from. And then, you know, uh, you know, it's like that's a, that's an hour apiece, but, we're gonna have, but we don't. <laughs> oh, have I can have a lot longer than okay, that. Yeah, that was thirty seconds. Yeah. And everybody that knows me knows I have to limit it. Just day, day and a half. The Netflix <laughs> synopsis on it. So yeah, can we get a get a like the short form of your and and also to make it even more difficult, um, know that both of you are working both sides of the mm-hmm. of the program. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to forget. I want to, you know, I don't want to just focus on the chemical and miss the go, if you know the what I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've been doing this so long. I was codependent long before the term ever came around, and they actually just referred to me as being co-addicted. Co-addicted. And, uh, but my history started even before that. Um, I grew up with a parent that was an alcoholic. Um, it's got years and years and years of sobriety, thank God, to the program. Mm-hmm. Um which that in itself was a miracle. I grew up with a lot of violence in the home, and it was periodical, so we never knew it was going to hit, but it was going to hit so big. Um, so we had all the, the trauma of that, the shame and all the typical stuff, um, in a way that uh, I avoided a lot of that was I got into eating disorder. And, uh, and that led me to program um, after my parent got into program, and I saw a real change of her personality for the better. Um, and then when I recognized I needed help, it was brought to my attention that I could go someplace. And so I did, and I started getting help there. Um, and then that led me to looking at my usage of alcohol and drugs throughout the years also. And I realized that I had lost the ability to control it. Um, so I did the necessary steps with that, um, and had some, quite a bit of time in the 12 step program of AA and OA. And then of course I did what you're not supposed to do, which is I met an alcoholic and fell madly in love who was really sick and I was really reacting and my reactions got worse and worse and worse. And, um, I actually went to Hazelden and, uh, they later told me I was the first person up there that was clean and sober and not in my eating disorder that was absolutely crazy and they weren't sure what to do with me 
Um, and I kept saying, I think I need to go to the other side and look at that stuff. So finally, after a lot of begging and pleading, they let me go. And What's the other side? The other side is Al-Anon. Okay. Family recovery. Okay. And um, I fit. Mm-hmm. I fit. It, it was uh, it was profound in the sense that um, I really didn't know what kind of healing I needed, but I need, knew I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I had already done a lot of my steps. Um, so I knew it wasn't that I wasn't working steps. It was just this whole other side. And a very wise man later after I got home from the family recovery program and the primary stuff, um, I went into Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. And it was fabulous because as the people around the tables talked, they were talking about a part of me that had been stuffed many, many, many years before. Um, and it was fascinating to listen to them talk and watch my physical reaction as they talked. What was the physical um, reaction? Physical reactions would be like I'd want to talk and I'd start to cry, mm. and I couldn't turn off the tears, mm. um, or I would feel extreme rage mm. um, as they talked because I could identify with their experiences. And and, uh, and through my own recovery, I chose to leave that alcoholic and learned how to do relationships. Spent a lot of time learning how to do relationships, what makes them good, what destroys them fast, um, you know, learned more about myself, had to do a lot of dating, and was finally ready to um, to take on, you know, the commitment and what have you. And Jen and I had been friends. We actually met through my ex-fiance. And, uh, and back then, there was just a small nucleus of young people. Um, and so we kind of paled around, and we did it as groups. And... You know, very slowly, people kind of started dropping off and away and that kind of stuff. And I was, at the time, I had gone to school and I was into my career and I was traveling a lot. So I got a lot of exposure with a lot of different meetings all over the place and uh, realized one day that, oh, yes, it had happened. I had fallen in love with John. Um, I was still scared, but turned it over, kept asking my higher power. And in a very short period of time, I got a very definite answer. And uh, and I proceeded to follow that answer, which is how I run my life, um, and that was to marry John. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> 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 we had to have a whoop there. I just, you know, it just seemed like it just seemed right. Okay. okay. There you go. All right. Um, so you met John. So I met John, and I mean, I was gung ho Al and on, and. Um, what I have found in time is is that is really my core. Um, I have I think like an Alanonic. Um, I act like them. I react like them. And the way I describe it to people that I sponsor, um, and I I happen to sponsor quite a few people that are in multiple programs, mm-hmm. and I think it is because of that uniqueness. Right. Um, but what I found is I used and abused different things. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest problem for me is trying to explain was trying to explain to somebody that I could be addicted to somebody's behaviors. Yeah. Um, because it's not a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what I've learned is I have a disease and it's called reaction. I have disease called alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I have a disease called obsessive compulsive overeating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, each one has symptoms. Um, but I've come to believe after all these years in recovery, I think it's all one disease that has many tentacles and is far-reaching. Mm-hmm. And as I get healthier, I deal with each of those. 
And I think you do come to a place where you re- are recovered, yeah. and then it's improving and maintaining that recovery. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the ongoing work. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's what I practice. Okay. And I try to practice it in my marriage because he does shit that I don't like. <laughs> you know? And am I going to divorce him today? No. You know, I got to deal with it. I have to face it. Um, I have to learn tolerance. I have to learn patience, forgiveness. Right, Those and that's all the stuff that, that you that you've picked up that you've learned along the way that was that was missing. Yep. Yeah. As as part of your recovery, and you got it. It sounds like you got it in pieces. Yep. What pieces of the puzzle? Yeah. Started with one piece, added a piece, and then and then Al-Anon was the glue that sort of brought everything together. Yeah, I kind of look at it the way I describe it is. Um, my higher power knows me so well that he knew what I could handle at each stage mm-hmm. and he didn't give me the really hard shit until I got well enough to do it. <laughs> there you go. You know, speaking of that, I think we kind of, you, you mentioned that, um, you know, when you were going to make that decision, um, when when you'd known each other for a while, you you, you left it, gave it over, you know, mm-hmm. gave it up and asked your higher power, is is, is this going to be the the right thing to do? What was the... What was the sign? What so you got, you got, you got, okay. it came in pretty there's a quick. Whole, there's a whole story. I'll try to make it short. I was living with um, a girlfriend in recovery, and uh, we were living at her place. And I had been dating John for a while, and we had a very, very subtle dating. We were friends for so long, um, and and actually the joke is is that I knew we had gone from friends to dating when he didn't take money from me one night at dinner. I used to uh, I paid for my own, and I asked him one night, "Do you you know do you really you know want some money?" And he goes, "No, I'll get it this time." And I'm like, "Wow, that's different." We crossed we crossed, we crossed the, line. the river. Then yeah. it was confirmed when we were out the two of us at um, the Renaissance Fair, and accidentally our hands brushed, and he grabbed my hand and held it, and suddenly I had never been so aware of my hand in my life. <laughs> but and then of course our higher powers have a sense of humor. Uh, we ran into another couple from the program that knew us quite well, and they immediately had this big shitty grin on their faces like, oh, they're an they're item. A, they're a couple. Right? <laughs> so that kind of confirmed yeah. it. But then there later, um, I was getting at a point where I knew the relationship was either going to have to go deeper or end so that I could be free to pursue my own recovery and my own relationships with, with hopefully marriage eventually. And I started turning over my higher power and asking, you know, do you want me with this guy? Do you not want me with this guy? Let me know. And uh, I did that for two weeks, and I was driving myself absolutely insane. And so I shared this with my roommate over dinner one night, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I've done with everything else. I'm just going to completely let it go and not give a damn and wait to see what happens. That same night, John showed up at my house at 10 o'clock at night. We weren't supposed to get together that night. And the first thing out of his mouth when he came in was, oh, I was talking to my sponsor today about marriage. He and I had never talked about marriage prior to that, the two of us. Freaked me out. My roommate was so freaked out. She said, well, I think I'm going to bed now. Good night. (laughs) And she got up and left the room. And at uh, 3 o'clock that following morning, after he had gone through all his questions, he asked me to marry him. And I knew that, okay, thank you, God. I got my answer. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always do with my higher power is I said, you know, I'm, I'm smart. I know I have a very strong will. I know that will can be cunning, baffling, and powerful. Mm-hmm. So keep the answer simple, 
and so clear that I can't screw it up. And that's there, how I do my life. There was. And it, it works. It works. There it was. All right. Well, that was a good question. Yeah. That was, that was from our that was that audience question right there. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. I think what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll, we'll let Mike. What are you going to do, Mike? Norwegian Wood? Is that what you said? Yeah. You didn't change your mind in the. No, he's still on that page. I like that song. No, All right, so you're going to do Norwegian Wood, and then we'll give it a couple minutes, and then we'll come back and okay. hear your side of the story. <laughs> yeah, boy, is that different, though. Yeah, Dory came over to my house and asked me to marry her. <laughs> I doubt that. You ready? Yeah. Fire it up. Of the story, yeah, yeah, the me side. Yeah, I told you you'd get to talk about you. I thought she was supposed to talk about me, then I would no, talk about she's me. Been no, out. Well, you got to tell the very, very first time you she saw knows me. better than that. The very first time I saw you, yeah, you got to add that part to the story because it speaks volumes for how patient 
you can be when you want something. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see what he right does there, with that one. Let's see what so I met Dory at a meeting of all places. Imagine that oh. at the Allen O Club in the town we were from. Can I say the name of the places? Yeah, yeah sure. I don't know about this whole anonymity, but I was in Des Plaines. I was a resident of, I was one of the very first residents of the first step house in Des Plaines. Yeah. And um, there was this cute, red-headed, curly-haired girl in the meeting one five o'clock, and I said, oh. after we got back to the house, to my co-inmate, Jeff, <laughs> who had been around for a while <laughs> before, but drank again and was back. Yeah. You know, I said, oh, yeah. You know what about you know what's the deal with her? And he's like, oh, forget about it. She's a, she's engaged. They're in love. They don't. They she isn't even going. You know, look at you. You know how women yeah. are when they're engaged. So I thought nothing more of it and uh, continued to stay sober, go to meetings, got a job, uh, got the job with the little red truck. Remember the yeah, little red truck? truck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to drive a van for an electrical oh, supply house, oh, and it was okay. red, and right. you know, with lettering on it. And okay. she would, uh, she always referred to it as my little red truck, and little red truck. she would kind of be between Elk Grove Village and where the supply house was. So I would stop by her place for lunch some days and stuff mm-hmm. in my little red truck. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. Uh, but I was going back to the first time I met her, so. At any rate, then I met this this other gentleman, Randy, in recovery, and he was about he was younger than me actually, and um, there weren't a lot of young people around. You know, he's like, "Why don't you come to our Monday night young people's meeting?" And I'm kind of palling around with him some, and um, find out it turns out that you know one night he's like, "Well, pick me up at my place or something," and I go there, and it's Dory's his fiance. Turns out, I'm like, oh crap. So, you know, so there was no, yeah, there plan no at that or, point. Yeah, there was no getting around that. Um, and Randy and I were friends for a while. We actually worked for a while at a place together, and that was before the red truck place. Um, and uh, and then you know, I missed the ugly program breakup of Dory and Randy, and mm-hmm. you know. The wedding's off and the whole nine yards. And mm. I think Dory would travel and come into town and call like on a Wednesday and go, are you doing anything tonight? Would you, would you like to go to a movie? Because I'm only in town tonight and then I got to yeah, hit the road. She was, she was a technician for a uh, company. So she was doing a lot of traveling around the Midwest. And when she did come into town, she didn't always, you know, like have the greatest schedule. And here I was, I was just going to AA meetings, trying to stay sober. I didn't have much of a life at that point. You were point. still in the halfway house? And no. No, no, no. Long, long out. I don't play oh, with you, newbies after the first that's one. That's a couple oh, years down the road. Oh, okay. I learned maybe, my lesson. <laughs> well, maybe a year or two out of the halfway house some point. But, yeah. you know, I was going to meetings regularly and working. And, you know, I thought I was pretty well by that point. You know, a year and a half of sobriety. I haven't drank in a year and a half. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You know, yeah. it's like pretty much got much at it together yeah, okay. and uh yeah. so we'd go out and like she said we palled around and it was you know a lot of fun and we'd go to affairs where other people you know like aa in those days you had to go to a dance to meet a girl mm-hmm. they didn't have uh 
match.com or anything. You can use this <laughs> yeah, thing. We're, we're yeah, ancient. You yeah. yeah, they actually had to go talk to them live and Man, impress them with wow. your looks and put on cologne. And sounds wow. really hard. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> couldn't tell lies in print. You know, like yeah, I'm the president of my company. You know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's old school, John. That's, yeah, that's old school stuff. So, well, twenty nine years. It's yeah, old. <laughs> yeah it's old school. But you know, so like I said, we we palled around and we crossed that from friends to lovers barrier at some point. Do you and remember then, that point? Well, yeah, I remember. <laughs> that point, but we're not going to go into that. Oh, one yeah. We're not going. <laughs> that. Yeah, but the, your memory is different. Yeah, your memory yeah. is different than hers. It's all yeah. for her. It was like when you paid for dinner, and you, yeah. well, okay, it's, I so, get you. Yeah, um, yeah, but that was a few months before we actually got engaged. Yeah, we, so. we did. You know, we did it by the book. You know, it was mm-hmm. we we, were we gonna, wanted to keep it friends, mm-hmm. and at least yeah. I did. But yeah, we were going to go slow and do. Right for once. Yeah, do the know. suggested way, not the self will way. Well, that's and, good. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you were both. you were serious about your program. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was not like in good shape when I got out of the program. In fact, Jeff, the guy I referred to in the halfway house, the first night I came in, he went to Jack, the custodian, and said, "I think he needs to go to detox." And Jack was like, "He just got out of a 28-day program. What are you talking about?" Honey, it's like the guy's taking like a leave. Our story, not yours. Oh darn it! <laughs> Did I go into me? Uh, so. sli- it slipped in there. A little bit. So this was kind of life or death that I stay sober, but right. I also wanted to join life again. Right. You know, Which I didn't have one. why you were serious about doing yeah. it right, and I take it you were you were too. Yeah. 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 So the rest of the story goes, we adopted a dog who we called George because mm-hmm. one night asleep, I said to Dory in bed, I love you, George. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You like jumped out the hole getting yeah. married and everything. We're yeah. already in our first house with that story. <laughs> yeah. So we got married you know, and it was, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been fun and when it's not fun, it's interesting to be, you know, with two of us, um, Right. A friend of mine says, you know, about marrying program people, it's like, he's like, well, would you want to marry you? You know, <laughs> so you got to kind of. And I keep looking for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, you know, it's a, it's, I think marriage is one of the most worthwhile things I've ever participated in, but it's also the most difficult thing if mm-hmm. you're not going to be, you know, to, to go the distance, we've hit a, a lot of bad bumps, mm-hmm. wipeouts, almost been broken up at several junctures. Mm-hmm. Um, the reacting, the overreacting, um, the reacting, my <laughs> reacting, my reacting, my overreacting. I'm not just saying hers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Thank you. Yeah. She felt I was pointing to her at that point. Oh. Our radio audience can't see fire away. I look great on radio, don't I, folks? Yeah. But it's it's you know it's a it's difficult being married. You know, there's a reason why people in our society today, you know, split up so often. It's difficult to stay married. It's almost easier now to get split up and go your own way. But I think the reward in the end is worth the difficulty. You know, it's like the little things in life that count are things that we share together. And mm-hmm. I think you have to be married to kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
Um, so you know, pick a little pick pick a little thing. Give an example of something that makes it well. Like last night, we got to babysit our step granddaughter to be together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and it was fun. So you know, yeah. it's like those little family like things. We have a son who's how old is he now? Twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, he. Uh, you know, he was always interesting, kept us involved, mm-hmm. uh, was kind of nonstop from birth I think until he, 23. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until he left home. On, he's still interesting. On, yeah. on, on that, but, <laughs> but he's a good, you know, he's, he's a, a good, good kid. kid. He's always yeah. been a good kid, and he's you know, he's getting married. He's graduated college, and, you know, he didn't have the full-on goofiness of our ism to deal with because we worked programs all the time. We were yeah, yeah. So he yeah, there's still a touch of it oh, there, yeah, I'm sure, for him. Throw it back in our faces at times. I'm well, sure. I'm well, sure he'll be going to some therapist at some point talking about us. Well, you know, you mean, but, threw it back in your face like. Oh, it was great. No, Mom, one, go to a meeting. One yeah. day, I was. He was about 16, and we went through a rough patch when he was 16, 17, as you know, because mm-hmm. we were on the phone with you a few times, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I remember just I was enraged that he wouldn't cooperate, and he was doing a lot of dad's behaviors that would drive me nuts. Things she really loves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so I was looking at my son, and I was saying, "Gosh, you're just driving me crazy." And he goes, "Mom, you have a sponsor, you have a program. Go talk about it there, and I can't make you feel anything." <laughs> And it shut me up faster Ooh, than anything, wow. and, and but it was that's, the best, best, yeah. best, best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was exactly what I needed to be told. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I have to be accountable for my stuff. <laughs> do you think I, I don't know? This is a little off the reservation, but do you think that kids that grow up in a in a recovering family like that, you know, where where do you learn that? From you? Listening, eavesdropping on my sponsee calls. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been so on the stairs. So he what you I were telling them. Exactly, exactly. That's why I always go in the other room to talk, so I don't hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. But Too yeah, late, yeah. you heard it all. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my, I have another question for you. I actually have two more questions, but the one is, um, do you think looking back when, when you met, was it – what was it that what was it that attracted you to each other? What 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 was there? Was it the you know was it the sickness? Was it the health? Was it the what was it? For me, it yeah. was seeing the recovery okay. that I saw in John. Okay, um, John was one of the first guys that I knew in program that did it by the suggested way. Um, didn't mess around with a lot of women, you know, didn't do a lot of 13-stepping. He went to his meetings. He worked his steps. You know, he talked to his sponsors. Say what 13-stepping is, just 13-stepping. Well, there's, I've heard many different versions. The one that I was taught is <laughs> you discuss the sheets between the sheets. I see. Um, and, you know, you, you do it with the intense or the cloak of discussing program, but it's really about getting getting what you want, which mm-hmm. is the relationship or the person or satisfaction for lust or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it jeopardizes everybody's recovery, and that's the danger of it. So I came to understand why. What's your de- you got a diff- similar definition? or what's For 13, yeah, I think it's, um, if you read Dr. Bob and the Good Old Timers, he didn't want women in AA because somebody was getting drunk that meant, you know, mm-hmm. um, were not well-behaved. 
let's say, mm -hmm. generally as newcomers. Think with the wrong head. Yeah, mm -hmm. think with the wrong head. <laughs> we heard a lot of things like that. <laughs> But um, I knew that when I got the program, I wasn't successful really at anything, especially not at relationships. I mean, if you want to, you know, yeah. It's so I, you know, if I'm going to do this, I might as well stay sober, live long enough, and try and get it right, you know, at least one time before, yeah. you know, yeah, before you and die. My, my, it's my experience. My experience with you is, is that you do do it right. I mean, you know, you do. Uh, you know, here, maybe you can you can read that because I can't talk and read. <laughs> We're not. We're men. We can only do one thing at a time. Right. It's for too, sure. too difficult for me to do that. But yeah. So so it was it was. Uh, for me, it was seeing his recovery in action. Right. Seeing his recovery um, for you. For for me, it was seeing her recovery and you know I'm always I think you're interested in in being with somebody who was serious about it. Is it? Yeah, I think it was. There's a lot of commonality there between us, you know, with, as far as being in program and working right. a program, and we had the principles to fall back on. Right. Um, and as the relationship grew, if I can interrupt, that we also found that there were a lot of things, activities that we like to do together that were what I call mundane. Um, and years like, ago, I remember hearing going grocery shopping, um, yeah. you know, going for a walk in the park, um, sitting a in a good, car. Is he a good shopper? Yeah, actually, he is. That's one of our more fun things when I can get him to go. Yeah. But but I did yeah. learn that two stores is about the max, and then he glazes over. Oh, so gosh. then I get two? to enter another yeah. one at my own risk. Okay, two stores. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty good. Two, I, yeah. I, I, would, I, would, I would say two yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up in a house with seven women, so oh. I spent a lot of time shopping. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You learn how to shop. We got one more one a, a definition from the audience for uh, oh, thirteen stepping okay. here. People with more sobriety dating younger sobriety. Is uh, that right. is that yeah. about sum it up? I mean, well, yeah, dating is probably the kindest. Well, way yeah, to do dating it. dating yeah. in a nice way. There well, what do we yeah. call it? Pigeon something? You know? Yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad. Yeah, I, you know, mature. We put it mature. I'm, I yeah, just you call can, it outright manipulation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. One of the things that I was attracted to about Dory, and a lot of people tried to warn me, well, a program person, you know, they're sick too, blah, blah, blah. Well, what I learned in AA was I could learn from others' mistakes. And all the guys that were telling me that, well, maybe, if she, you know, she's in program, she's kind of nutty like us, maybe you shouldn't. Every one of the women they were going out with ended up needing to be in some kind of recovery for herself or not. Yeah. Anyway, right. so that was and who I was attracted to. Hadn't, hadn't even gotten to the first, yet. Yeah. yeah, hadn't been to the first meeting yet. And, yeah, you know, now they're married to them, and right. things are going south rapidly, and they're wondering why. What you guys? Yeah, what? I was just going to say the other thing that was the attraction um, was that being that I had had enough time in Al-Anon, I had become convinced that I would find and hook up with another alcoholic. Right, and my thought was that if I find a recovering one that has good recovery, I'm not going to have to go down that horrible road of them maybe bottoming out, maybe not, and all that shit that I'd have to deal with with that. Right. So I figured my chances of success would be much better with somebody that had a good working program a good over a long really. period of time. Yeah, pick a recovering one. I like it. You know, it's 50-50 chance, you know, crapshoot, but right. it actually turned out to be true. 
Well, you're going to, you're, you're, in other words, you're probably going to get one anyway. So, oh, definitely. Right. Not probably. Not, I can find them in a crowded room. How does that happen? Um, years ago, I was in a meeting in Al-Anon in Florida, and there was a wonderful woman that used to say, Honey, the horns on our heads fit the holes on theirs, and we go dancing down the lane together. <laughs> I love that. My a friend of mine and Alan would go to these uh AA conferences and you know, Alan on recovery group conferences and he'd say they'd be all the Alan on men would be at a table together and his sponsor would say, Quick, pick the woman in the room at the banquet that you find the most attractive here and they'd all pick and then they'd have the sobriety countdown. And they get down to ninety days, thirty days. That's when all the the women the would be can, standing up. Yeah. So I think it's you know it's just like pre-programmed that I'm attracted to someone who's like me, as you know, has the tinker toy. I don't think a normal person, if there's such a thing, which I think there is, or at least there's a person that doesn't isn't affected by alcoholism. I've heard addiction. There are. I heard that I there are. Them. <laughs> yeah. But, they would yeah. find me quite crazy, and I would probably find them terribly boring. Terribly yeah. boring. Yeah. That's how it you know they're probably normal. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, should we make a cheesecake tonight, honey? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but it wouldn't be. Do. It wouldn't be like, you know, exciting. Your daughter enough. loves the pastry so. chef. You better watch it. <laughs> I saw this cartoon once, and it's uh, the, the thing underneath it said, um, uh, "The it was the, the conference of, of adult children, normal parents." Yeah. And there's one guy yeah. in, the in the audience. I saw that same <laughs> that yep, Yeah, yep. I kept I kept it in my uh, my office just in case somebody yep. had questions about their, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the, give me the I'm normal routine. Anyway, um, so my 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 thinking was that you know both you both work both programs to some mm-hmm. extent or another. That's pretty. Do you find other people like you? I mean, that seems pretty rare that that actually, I find both do both. Actually, in Algonquin, we've started a men's meeting in Algonquin, Illinois, an Allen yeah. on men's meeting, and I would say the preponderance of guys that go there are in both programs. They either have a spouse or a child okay. that is actively drinking or is a recovering person. Yeah. So I I would say you find a lot. There's more um, of us than there used to be. Yeah. Um, okay. Double winners. And, um, you know, I tried to spend some time in Al-Anon. I became convinced that every recovering alcoholic should go to Al-Anon because I don't know one alcoholic that has ever learned how to have a healthy relationship. No, I, and I Al-Anon's principles are about healthy relationships, how to do them a day at a time. Yeah. And I would say, uh, really honestly, of the people that I, that I see in, in, in my practice that, that are recovering, particularly males, mm-hmm. Most of the work is on the codependency stuff because mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the stuff that's not usually addressed elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would think that's true. But so let me just ask you this. If if he's a double winner and mm-hmm. you're a double winner, what do you call it when you're mi- when you're married to a double winner? Then you, are you a quadruple winner? A jackpot? <laughs> One part of me goes really, really nuts. Really, the other really, part of me wants really, to go really, really healthy. I'm really not healthy. sure Let's go with option two. Let's go with option two. Option two. Depends on what day it is. Yeah, it goes yeah, back okay. to the day. It goes back to the day. <laughs> yeah. All right, final question. If you had to give uh, advice, and I know you don't, you know, we're kind of like not supposed to do that. Um supposed to stick to experience, strength, and hope, but since I'm asking, you get a free shot. If you could advise 
people in the program that you're in about relationships. If they're entering a relationship, what kind of, and I'd like to hear, you know, something from each of you. What, what would you say to them? What kind of advice would you give them sort of as a, as a, as a gift? What would you tell them? I would tell them, first of all, become their own best friend and then hook up with somebody that wants to share that. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What do you got? I think it goes back to basic program, what they taught us. William Shakespeare, to thine own self be true, so mm -hmm. that to no man you'll be false. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of honesty to be in uh, relationships. The first four letters are real. If I'm not real, then we're not, not. the relationship isn't going to be real. And um, so that would be my only advice is stay real, be yourself, mm -hmm. because it's, you're going to come out sooner or later. You know, you can't hide. You can't hide yourself you're for too long once you're married. Yeah. yeah. At some point, you're coming out. You know, yeah. and we all like to put our best foot forward and right. be in image management when we're dating and situations, and you know, the best foot forward and that whole thing. But um, it's important help. to be real and honest, and that's what intimacy is really about, I think. And if you don't have that, if you're afraid of it, you know, maybe you need to take a step back, work your program build your faith and mm -hmm. accept and trust who you are and who God wants you to be and, and work that. And all actually said different ways, but pretty, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Um, I just wanted to piggyback on that, that I learned. Um, and, and I think this really kind of describes it. Um, if my words and my actions match, I'm telling the truth. If I'm not, somebody's lying. <laughs> and I got to deal. And that has also helped me in dealing with others because words are easy, they can come fast, they're manipulative behavior, that's what you see day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is more of a judge of character um, as far as what is our personal truth. Watch what they do. Yeah, watch what they do. Don't listen to what they say. And I learned that in the very beginning of Al-Anon, um, and I also learned that in AA, you know, when it was my behavior. And is it... You know, I mean, it's interesting, but is that consistent today with you guys? Is that stays stays true? That what? stays true anywhere. I mean, it's like they say in Allen on watch their feet. You don't have to listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Right. And, you know. It, they it, meaning blah. Yeah. And watch or, my feet. If I'm not doing what I'm saying I'm doing, there's a lie in there somewhere. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I can't be pretending to be something I'm not to Dory right. in our marriage, you know, and get away with it for very long. It's not, like I say, it's, you know, it becomes a lie then, and that leads to all the trouble. More lies. Mm -hmm. you know. More lies. I think that's really good, um, good advice, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I could have you guys here and share some of that, because I think it's just valuable stuff. And, you know, you're, you are rare... People, I mean, you know, you're rare, you know, recovering. I, heard that I've been one. called a lot of things. I don't know if rare yeah, is one well, of them, but, you know, medium rare. Medium rare. <laughs> well done. Baked a little bit. Yeah. You know what else made me laugh is when you were talking about young people's meetings, and I'm thinking, young yeah. people, you know, John, you're I, young people, but then I think, well, yeah, you've been. You know, yeah, I, yeah, had, well, I used to grow up.
picked yeah. the top of my head yeah. when I came around to. So if we did get so backwards, we're always. talking 33, 34 years of sobriety and almost the same in Al Anon. And a, yeah, we were young back we were then. Young. Yeah, right. We had we 80s young. hair. Back. We had big hair. <laughs> hair. I would, yeah, I'd, yeah. Lo- I'd love to see a picture of that. I got so, home. <laughs> anyway, I, again, I really thank you for coming and talking and doing doing what you do and sharing your stuff. And, and thanks for asking. Thanks for asking us. And you felt a lot of you. I think that's invaluable stuff. You know, even for people that aren't in recovery. I mean, just being in marriage is is hard. And to have to have tools like that, I think it's a, it can be a blessing too. So that's that's really cool. Okay, you gonna play us out, Mike? Thank you to uh, all our listeners out there, and hopefully you will tell us where the heck you're from. Where are you at? We really want to know. Um, RecoveryInternetRadio.com. Let us know. Um, thank you for making us a successful little resource for the recovery community. We'll email reminders next week's show by next week and if you want to get on our reminder list go to recoveryinternetradio.com and sign up contact us you can can email you can sign up for the reminder the whole bit and you can also by the way you can tweet us during the show I forgot to mention you did but that's okay you can tweet us after the show. You can tweet us after the show. You can also listen to all any and all of the shows in an archive format on the website or by going to Blog Talk Radio, Straight Stuff on Addiction, or podcasts. Yeah. All, all through that, you can get to all that through the website. All that through the website. Okay. So, um, I guess that's just about everything. Um, we want to remind you that uh, we try to keep a fairly open